Welcome to Is It Bedtime Yet? The podcast for parents about mental health and the experience of being a parent. The podcast that discusses what it's like to be adults raising tiny humans that make us all ask, is it bedtime yet? Welcome to Is It Bedtime Yet? with Dr. Jen and Dr. Serene. I'm Dr. Serene and here again remotely with Dr. Jen. Hello. Hi, Serene. How are you doing? (laughs) I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm good. Kids are in bed. Uh, Just, uh, you know, living the life at eight o'clock. Going to go to bed right after this. (laughs) I know. I can't wait. I feel like this is not like typical for me at all to do anything at 8 p.m. Like I should be in bed right now. Right. Well, and you had just gotten over being sick. My whole household is sick right now. So excuse excuse my uh, stuffy nose as we as we record. Um, but it's like, I mean, even COVID aside, we're like in the midst of like cold and flu season. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. With all the, with all our immune systems not being used to <laughs> right having anything, like catching anything for the last like two years almost. Now we're yeah. kind of like, what? A cold? Kicking us in I'm the in ass. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then we have like all our kids are back in school. So like that's where everybody's just catching everything and sharing everything. And it's. It's been great. No, been no, well. they're social distancing and they're okay. wearing masks in school. There's no way they can, no they can way. pass anything to each other because they're being so careful. Uh, yeah, kids, 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 right? Well, uh, I'm just gonna jump in. Let's do it. Well, because Halloween is right around the corner, so go for it. Okay, let's talk, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about our topics. <laughs> I know. That was like the worst segue. Well, I'm just saying, like, never mind. Oh, God. Let's jump into our topic because Halloween's here. (laughs) Okay. Can you guess what the topic is? (laughs) All right. Topic is, I think, well, every year we do this, right? We do an episode around Halloween that has to do with Halloween because why not? It's fun. Halloween is fun. But sometimes it can be not fun for some people, right? And we wanted to address um, like the mental illness stigma in Halloween or during Halloween, if that makes sense. Yeah. So like what are – I guess some ways that Halloween stigmatizes mental illness is through like some costumes or decorations or like those like scary houses that depict – Mental asylums right. and whatnot. I was yeah, I was gonna say like that's a big one that comes to mind for me is like, uh, yeah, like the the depiction of like an ins- a quote unquote insane asylum or like somebody right. in a straight jacket or somebody mm-hmm. who's like a psycho. Yeah, yeah, and you know like while these things look fun and you're thinking like, what's the big deal? You know, why are you guys being so sensitive? It's really, I think it's like deeper than that. I think there's many layers to why I feel like, or I think Halloween does stigmatize or the kinds of Halloween decor or costumes or um, props stigmatize mental illness. I think there's layers to that. Um, Yeah. Like one obvious one is that like, you know, if I, if, if I suffer some kind of a mental health issue like if I have depression or anxiety or um anything and I see these costumes and I see 
it kind of like become like cartoonish and a right. joke and something that's used like as a prop or something that's considered to be scary or right. um, almost like um, like malevolent, you know, like yeah, I would feel like, no, that's not, that doesn't really, I don't want to be that. And if I admit that I have depression or if I admit that I have whatever condition, I'm going to be like that. That's what right. I, that's, that's going to be me. Right. And they yeah. might not like reach out for services or, you well, know, you might not. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say like, it's just, it's really stigmatizing. Like it's, it's very like invalidating to say that like, there you somebody, go. yeah, that somebody suffering with any sort of like mental health issues is scary or is like a, a novelty. Right. Yeah. And I think it, it might like hinder some people from reaching, you know, getting help. Right. You know, because you, you don't want to, you don't want to be that. You don't want to be that guy in the straight jacket. Right. You know, you don't want to be that like quote unquote psycho. Yeah. Um, so you might, uh, that burden I think would be too much for you to kind of like call a therapist or call your doctor and say like, I'm having these issues that I need to talk to somebody or I need to see somebody or I might, I might need to go to the hospital. You know, it, it right. might be, it might be, it might make it difficult for people. Well, you know, that, that's a really good like parallel too is that like in addition to like an insane asylum like i think of like a the stereotype of like a haunted house where like the, each room has like a different theme and like one one room might be like a scary or like a haunted hospital or like a scary hospital mm -hmm. with like doctors or like uh you know like even that can be stigmatizing or that can be like right you know it's the same sort of idea yeah well i mean what other ways yeah. can do you feel like halloween stigmatizes mental health well, I think, I mean, this is, sort of goes along the same line, but like with costumes as well, like being mindful of like what kind of costumes you're wearing, um, not wanting to like, again, like stigmatize or like demonize people with mental health or who are struggling with any sort of issues by making it into like a stigmatized Halloween costume. Yeah. Well, you know, like, just, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say like in the same vein as like that we need to be mindful of not like culture not using like cultural appropriation and costumes like we need to be mindful of like people who are going through like mental health struggles mm -hmm. um you know and I, I think about i was when i was reading articles on this and i hadn't even thought about this and um you know it they were talking about like the sexy like skeletal like that skinny skeleton female costume uh -huh. um and they were talking this article was talking about how that might like perpetuate negative um like stigma about like eating disorders yeah and somebody suffering from eating disorder might look at that and be triggered mm -hmm. um also um, well, well, on that note, like, mm -hmm. what about just the idea of, I mean, this kind of veers a little bit from the sure. mental health part, but like the, the whole idea of like sexy everything, right? That like every mm -hmm. costume has like sexy this, sexy that, whereas like you could just be that thing. Like you don't have to be a sexy skeleton. You could just be a skeleton. You don't have to be like a sexy nurse. You could you could just be a nurse. Like, the, you know, the idea of like needing to, yeah. like, uh, to gender everything, first of all, but also... Um, Sexualize, sexually yeah, yeah thank you yeah yeah because i know when i was having my baby and i was at the hospital 
the nurses in labor and delivery were not. They weren't dressed as sexy nurses. I want to be the sexy nurse today <laughs> at all. That I do not think that's what they were thinking when they woke up. Although they were all very lovely, <laughs> you know. But um, they definitely were. Um, they weren't wearing dressed fishnets. For comfort. Yes, you know <laughs> they it. were. They were dressed for comfort. Yeah. yeah. Conservative, I would say. You know, no, no stilettos or anything right. like that. Stilettos make it hard to like catch a slippery baby i would imagine i would guess yeah. I don't know. <laughs> i've never tried but i would imagine um yeah or you know what else i was thinking you know like in those haunted houses where you see um like like bodies hanging from trees uh yeah stuff and again yeah. that has so many different layers aside from like the obvious racial right layer um there's also the mental health component of like suicide uh, mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so if yeah if, you, if somebody knows somebody who attempted or succeeded at yeah. um hanging themselves that could be very triggering yeah. or, or even if, if or even if you yourself have suicidal ideation or exactly. you know any or anybody yeah. that you know like it could be incredibly intense and that yeah and then you said like not to mention like the racial undertones of that and how insensitive and like intense that could be for anybody to see yeah absolutely and you know I, I think I think people go into this with like without like harmful intentions sure just, it's just what they've seen it's just what's available at the stores it's what we're you know it's what we're we're desensitized like to it. Yes. Oh, gosh, we're so simpatico totally. today. Um, yeah, there, it's almost like you're desensitized. But if you take yeah. a moment and think about it, it's like, well, let's be more mindful. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I feel like I'm like babbling on about all this, Jen. Well, I was going to say, no, but I think like it, it's obviously it's very important. But I think like we've kind of co- like we've covered that component of it that like it's just important to be like mindful and like it's like you said it's very easy to like be complacent and just like buy what's in the store or like go to a haunted house and be like oh they put a lot of time and effort into this theme of an insane asylum so it must be okay but knowing that it's not okay and that you don't have to just be complacent or you don't have to just accept the things that you see yeah or be a, or be a part of it absolutely yeah absolutely but like one of the articles gosh you know and i don't remember i just kind of like skimmed through all these articles was talking about like a certain theme park that like i think they actually used um like either like i don't know what it was like the the name of one of the like mazes the the scary haunted mazes was like i don't know like 5150 hold or 72 hour it was something very technical yeah um you know it's like you like why? why why would you do that you know right let's try to steer away from i was gonna say that. imagine imagine being somebody with mental health issues somebody who's dealt with like depression suicidal ideation whatever it is maybe having just come out of a like 5150 or like and for people who right. don't know a 5150 would be like an, an involuntary hold um for like or a patient is hospitalized right. for 72 hours or more right um, and imagine coming out of that or having been through it before or having a family member or a loved one who's been through it before and then paying money to go to some, something that's supposed to be like a fun entertainment exhibit that makes f- 
almost in a way kind of making fun of it. Yeah, and and that's absolutely not what a fifty-one fifty hold is at all. Like, right. I think even the number, like even just saying fifty-one fifty, I feel like in the general public, it's like so stigmatized. It's it actually saves lives. Like, right? If you are suicidal, if somebody is suicidal, you want them to be placed on a fifty-one fifty hold because. Right. They're going to get medical attention. They're going to meet with psychiatrists. They're going to meet with psychiatric nurses who are going to evaluate them, assess them for medication, come up with safety plans for them, um, link them up with resources within their community, make sure they um, make an appointment with the psychiatrist once they're out of the hospital. Um, They're going to make sure that they're connected to mental health services. Like it's not, it's not what people, I don't think it's what people think it is. You know, it's not. Right. The straight jacket. It's not like the scary costumes. That's not what it is. It's literally saving lives. So it's kind of frustrating as mental health therapists to see that, right? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna get off my soapbox now. <laughs> no, I. But I think that was all really important. Um. But what was I gonna say? Oh, par- so so kind of like moving a little bit parallel to this theme, but still focusing on mental health and Halloween is I think that another really important thing to focus on is like the mental health of our kids during Halloween time. Mm -hmm. And I think that depends on like, obviously the developmental age of your kids, depending on just kind of where they're at and what kind of things they like or dislike. Maybe they're super into spooky things. Maybe they're not. But um, I think being mindful of like meeting your kids where they're at on Halloween is really important because, you know, Halloween is kind of like synonymous with like scary, gory things, things that kind of like push you a little bit. And some kids, hell, even some adults are just like, not cool with that. Like they just aren't, that's not their jam. That's not their thing. And I think there's kind of, it, it makes me think specifically of like teenagers, but there's sort of like, I, I feel like the stigma around people who don't like that stuff or being called names or almost being like shamed or put down for being scared of things. Um, So I think as parents, something that's really important for us to be mindful of is regardless of the age of your kids, like reminding them that it's okay for them to feel scared. It's okay for them to not like certain things about Halloween. Um, And then reminding them that it's okay like, that you have to like be okay with other people not liking it too. Cause maybe your kid really loves Halloween and scary spooky things, but maybe their friend doesn't. Mm-hmm. And it's important to like be mindful of being kind and respectful of other people's like limits and boundaries around that. Because if not, it can lead to feelings of like anxiety, fear, shame, like all sorts of stuff around like being, I don't know, shamed for not liking that stuff or for being scared. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I for one absolutely love Halloween, but I totally get why and how it can be scary because at the same yeah. time, I'm also kind of terrified. Right. I mean, like, you know, with the with the decoration, I mean, with some decorations when you're, you know, when you're younger and you see the like really scary lifelike yeah. stuff, it's terrifying. And then all the movies that come out around Halloween time when you're younger, it's terrifying. And I think, I mean, obviously as you grow older, you realize it's just made up and fiction and right but like that that like memory of that fear is still there yeah. so sometimes you're like oh halloween spooky scary but like you know absolutely yeah now but- I, when i decorate now it's like all cutesy stuff yeah you know? it's totally like gory stuff i mean i like the gory <laughs> stuff just not the like overly gory stuff but right that's eh. fair 
That's funny because like I was as I was as I was talking, I had like this distinct memory, like this like flashback of like pre-COVID. I think it was actually like pre-kids. Um, I went with my brother to like Universal Studios and I and it wasn't even during Halloween time, but I think they just had like a haunted house type thing that was just always there, like a house of horrors or something that was just there year round. And I I love Halloween stuff. I don't love that kind of stuff. Like I don't like the like jump out at you kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's not my thing. And mm. my brother somehow like strong armed me into going in with him. And I have a distinct memory of like not wanting to be there. My heart rate just like increasing a thousand times. And like I was like petrified. But the way that I handled it, because like people were like jumping out at you, screaming at you in your face, is I literally I'm doing it right now, but you can't, obviously you can't see me. But I, I like had my arm in front of my face, waving it back and forth rapidly, like it was like a like a um, like it's like a windshield wiper. There we go. And I'm just walking through the whole entire thing, waving my arm frantically in front of me so that nobody can get in my face. And I was like, and I was really focused on that so that I wouldn't have to focus on the things jumping out at me. And like if something did come at me, I'd like smack it with my hand. But like all that to say. I hated it and it was not my thing and I really didn't like it and like you know like my brother was like he thought it was funny he's like whatever that's fine but like I could imagine if I were a group with a group of friends I'd feel like a complete asshole like so stupid because like it, I didn't want to go in there and I felt like I had to go in and so I was like making myself look super dumb waving my arm in front of my face so that no like <laughs> zombies would jump in <laughs> in my face um but I, I can imagine if, like, I were a teenager with a group of teens, like, potentially being made fun of or, like, being called names or whatever it is for not wanting to go in there or for reacting a certain way to fear. Yeah, I remember as a teenager when I went to, like, those, like, like spooky night things, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought I was being so clever that, like, if something jumped up at me, I was going to engage him or her in a conversation and <laughs> I was going to talk to them and, and I was going to humanize them. So I did that, that too. Like, yeah, so that like when other people that jump out saw me doing that, they would think I'm like not scared and would it bother to like try to scare me? Mm-hmm. That was my rationale. <laughs> but see, that's a defense mechanism. It was. <laughs> it totally was. I did the same thing too because I was like, if they're talking to me or if I'm talking to them, then I can't focus on being scared and right. that maybe they'll like leave me alone because I'm not fun to scare. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. That's that's totally what I thought too. Look at us, therapists. We're, I know, right? That must be a therapist <laughs> thing. <laughs> that's too funny but, um yeah tell me tell me tell me how your day's going how's work what's stressing you out about this job how much time did it take you to get into your makeup <laughs> do you get claustrophobic under all that do you get do you get health insurance as a as a mummy <laughs> is that something is that something that's included that's hilarious you know what like um just going back to what you were saying, I I saw on the news, and again, I don't I don't remember much because my yeah. I have like mom brain, of course, right now. But um, some dad of a <laughs> some child, dad. some dad, look at this dad, um, well, some guy who has a son, I believe, uh-huh. uh, on the autism spectrum, on the um, yeah. he created a haunted house in his front yard, backyard, house. I don't know. He created a haunted house somewhere. <laughs> um, specific for um, kids who have like – who are on the spectrum or have like sensory issues. Oh, interesting. Um, so it's only like 
around during the day, during daylight. Yeah. And it's not like scary at all. And um, it, I mean, it's Halloween-ish, but it's, right, right. It, it's just, I don't know. And I wish I like paid more attention, but I was like, oh, how cool. And I like got distracted by something. That's um, awesome. Yeah. And it was like, you know, we need to do more of that, you know. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I think I think I like that. Halloween is a hoot and it's just I, think a ha- hoot. I feel like that should be a shirt. I think Halloween is a hoot and it's just like an owl sitting on a on a tree with a moon in the background. Listen, if I see that shirt anywhere, I know where you got the idea from. Um, Hashtag made it up myself. Right? Don't steal this idea. Um, and if it happens to exist, I swear I never I've never seen it. <laughs> I don't want to get sued right now. <laughs> I know. I don't even know where I – well, I do not use the word hoot, but <laughs> it just sounded so good. Yeah. Um, sounds appropriate. Anyway, so I think that's it for me. Jen, do you have anything to add? I think that's it. Well, well, nothing nothing else other than to ask you, what are your guys' plans for Halloween this year? I have no idea, and I'm I'm actually looking up, like, Halloween family costumes because we've never – I'm sorry. I know you texted me about my bracelet jingling, and I cannot <laughs> – Excuse it's all me. Good. Just it's just gonna jingle, right? It's gonna jingle, it's jingle, gonna jingle, 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 jingle. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, why are we the same person today? I love it. <laughs> oh, I missed you, Serene. I feel like it's been a hundred years since we were recorded last. <sighs> anyway, you're looking up. You're looking up family costumes. Been 19 months, John. 19 months. Um, oh my god! I know, right? Okay. Oh. Whew, yeah, I'm looking up Halloween family costumes and Cute. I do not I don't have any good ideas. Do you have any suggestions? I do not because uh my five year old picked all of our costumes for us. Is it all matching so, or is it all random? Um she she and the baby are both gonna be T Rexes and so my husband and I are just gonna wear Jurassic Park shirts. Okay. And that's it. That's cute. Yeah. Um well so my five-year-old last year during COVID, since like we couldn't trick or treat or anything, uh, we bought her one of those like ridiculous inflatable T-Rex <laughs> costumes. So and oh my God, she's obsessed with it. And so since she barely got to wear it last year and it still fits her, she was like, that's what I'm doing again this year. And I was like, solid because I had to pay for that. So I'm glad you're wearing it again. <laughs> awesome. You can wear it every year. Um, yeah. So then we bought the baby a T-Rex costume and done. Easy. Nice. Easy peasy. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of costumes with three boys. I have no idea. Um, how many Ninja Turtles are there? There's four, isn't there? There are four, but you could do the Ninja Turtles and like Splinter, or like the Ninja Turtles and uh, Shredder. And I would be Splinter or Shredder. Or, or you could be one of the. Or you could be one of the Ninja Turtles. Shoot, I would want to be Michelangelo. He was always my favorite. <laughs> I could be a pizza. I mean, unless you, want to, unless you want to be a giant rat. Oh, my God. Be a pizza. I could totally be a pizza. <gasps> or you could be a Ninja Turtle, too, and the baby could be a pizza. The <gasps> baby would be a cute that pizza. That is cute. <laughs> oh, my like God. It. I love that. <laughs> That's my vote. That's adorable. Oh my, You could probably find a really cute baby pizza costume. Yeah, uh, like somewhere, like somewhere in my heart, I wanted to be Miss Piggy, and I wanted the baby to be um, oh, Kermit. Oh, that's cute. 
But then it's like there's three other people that have to account for. But there's other Muppets. Like, I'm a huge Muppet fan, so I could help you find other Muppets to be. (laughs) I love Muppets. You know, (laughs) total tangent. I'm not even drinking yet. I'm going (laughs) to. But but in college, I mean, granted, I went I went to UC Santa Cruz. So that probably explains a lot. But uh, I took a class called Jim Henson's Muppet Magic. And I took a whole class about the Muppets. Um, And it's it was amazing. And. I, so I, all that to say, I like the Muppet. So if you need if you need help finding Sorry, Muppet costumes, I was <laughs> drinking out of my straw. I was like what is happening on that end? <laughs> so Serene has started drinking. I have, I, I'm not there yet, but I will be the second we hang up. My straw just made like the weirdest. I thought that was you making that sound. I was like, what? I was like, I know I'm funny, but I don't think I'm that funny. Like me! <laughs> oh my god! I'm so embarrassed. Uh, but it's no, you, totally you okay. should. You know what? You should be embarrassed for your straw. <laughs> oh my straw! It's a cute Halloween straw. It has little orange pumpkins on it. Of course it is. Of course you would have a Halloween straw. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm going to, you know, we'll, we'll post, we'll post we'll our let, family we'll, Oh, yeah, pictures. yeah, we'll, Perfect. We'll post some yeah. pictures. I fully expect to see a picture of your baby in a pizza. I'll be very, very disappointed. <laughs> We're going to do something cute. I don't cool. know. I'm excited. I'm ready. Yeah. What are, do you get? Uh, oh yeah, I, you already told us what you're yeah, gonna do. Yeah, we're we're just gonna be T Rexes. Nothing, nothing too exciting. <laughs> Except the uh, the inflatable T Rex costume obviously can't go to school. Like I was like, you cannot oh. be an inflatable T Rex for school. <laughs> Sorry. So uh, I think she's just gonna wear like all green, and then like the head of the baby T Rex costume that actually fits her. Um, so she'll just wear like she's gonna be like a, a hodgepodge dinosaur, <laughs> just like a mix match, like a whatever that's cute yeah we'll figure it out i'll post some pictures it'll be good uh all right yeah well on that note i guess uh happy halloween oh, you're waiting for- <laughs> were you waiting for me to wrap things up because i was sitting here waiting for you to wrap it up all right happy halloween yeah and um- <laughs> happy halloween <laughs> i am all business i am back from staring at the wall happy and- halloween <laughs> I was literally just staring at the wall wondering when you were going to wrap things up and I forgot that it's my turn to wrap things up. <laughs> awesome. This is what happens when you don't record for a while, Jen. Right. Um, all right. If you want to reach us for <laughs> any Sorry, reason. So what? I don't know why. That was hilarious. Listen, if I have to do <laughs> this, you're going to have to stop laughing. Okay. We're going to have to take this seriously. All right. <sighs> all right. Happy Halloween. If you want to reach us for any reason, um, feel free to email us at is it bedtime yet podcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at is it bedtime yet podcast or on Instagram at is it bedtime yet podcast with underscores between each word. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that it, Jen? Uh, and our Patreon. Oh, Patreon. Visit us on Patreon at is it bedtime yet podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, for now, this is Dr. Serena. I'm here with Dr. Jen and we're still asking. Is it bedtime yet?